0: Welcome to PVE. This is Tyler, aka Derminator. I'm Andrew, aka Forklyman. And I'm Benjamin, aka
1: Hexnow. We're gonna talk about some games we've been playing, you know, like we do. And uh, first off, I want to hear uh, from Tyler. What have you been playing?
0: Oh man, you know how we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. I like the way you kick this one off, Ben. That was kind of sexy. I like it. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, so as far as what I've been playing, I've been playing Resident Evil 2, the, the su- shiny, sexy new remake of it. Speaking of sexy. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, How shiny w- is it? It actually is very shiny. Like, I, I was not <laughs> kidding. There's a lot of, like, lens flare. There's a lot of things that are sparkling, including the blood and other related juices that fly out of things you kill. It's, uh, right, it's right. quite interesting. And the, the experience I had with it is I actually had the wrong expectations going into it. Uh, I kind of thought, and ba- based on just the screenshots and the stuff I'd seen around it, I didn't do a whole lot of research before I decided to buy it. I, I basically thought it was like the Resident Evil 4 treatment on Resident Evil 2, right? Because that's kind of what it looks like. It has the behind-the-camera look, and it seems very gun-heavy, but it actually was a much more faithful recreation of Resident Evil 2 than I thought initially. Um, It was not very shooter-heavy like Resident Evil 4 and 5 were. It's not like you in a horde of zombies just blasting them all over the place. It's very, very survival horror, where you have that same camera setup. You've got uh, a well-developed third-person shooting mechanic that's just as good, if not better, than those games were. But it's... I mean, at any given time, you're running around with, like, three guns and four bullets spread out across all of them. And you've got to manage okay. that in your health and doing puzzles that have you running all over the police station and the map and everything like that. It actually is really fun. And yeah. for me, it's like, considering my, my busy lifestyle as a weekend gamer, that was the thing I was playing all weekend long for the last two or three weekends. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, what questions do you have on it?
1: Um... I so I'm not I'm not super into the uh Resident Evil games like I never have been basically the the most experience I have with any of them was when I was hanging out with you watching you play Resident Evil 7. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so that and like playing a little bit of I get I think it was 4 maybe
0: yeah, it was one of the ones where you were like chasing people around and shooting them in the face. It wasn't a whole lot of like yeah, actual horror and jump scare stuff.
1: Yeah, and then I have, I technically have the the what is it the I think they were Wii U ones originally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the Revelations, I think, is what it's called.
0: Okay, I don't think I the, played that.
1: the two of those. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've barely played like a little bit into the first one of those, but um, but yeah, I've never really gotten that big into that series, so I'm not really even sure what to ask.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you were to get into it and based on your kind of what I know about you, Ben, your playing style is, mm-hmm. I would say this is the one to at least try. Um, okay. cause it's the most faithful to the way the the whole series has been. It's very much, uh, it's an exercise in making you make decisions about everything you do from how, how aggressive should I be? Should I run or should I fight? Uh, what puzzles do I prioritize? Which ones do I want to skip? What is it worth it or not? And so the whole game ends up being like a big chess game and especially like okay. the, the further you go, the more complicated it gets. Like there there's like this uh, enemy that emerges in the middle of it called Mr. X, where he's this like huge, like eight foot tall mutant dude that's indestructible, you can't kill him. And for part of the game, he's basically following you around the entire game. And you cannot kill him, you can't get away from him if he sees you, so you have to kinda of plan how you're going to address a, a puzzle knowing that you're going to be chased halfway around the the police station trying to do it while you're being chased and not getting trying to get killed. Right. <laughs> and so it, it leads to a lot of interesting moments like that where it's like, all right, I've got a plan. I've got to work on it. Oh, it didn't work. That kind of thing. And yeah, bleed me out, family that... show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the, that does sound interesting because that, that's kind of the, the, the reason that I haven't really... Tried very hard to get through the ones that I have on the Switch is basically because they feel like they're more along the lines like what I have played of them feels like they're more along the lines of like, okay, here's something, shoot it now. Now shoot the next one. Mm -hmm. You've got, you know, a million bullets and whatever, just shoot everything. Um,
0: And remember, that's what I signed up for, and I thought this was way better than that.
1: So. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean, that does sound better than better than that. Yeah, I mean... Because <laughs> as far as shooting zombies goes, if I'm going to be doing that, like, I'll go play Left 4 Dead again.
0: And I won't blame you one bit for that. <laughs> uh, I won't blame you one bit for that. Um Other things that I thought of... You know, what was even funnier is that you guys know I was staying with my parents before moving into the house. And so Oh yeah. one thing that was really funny is at the same time as I got the game, I basically got it on launch week. My little brother saw it and he didn't have enough money for it. So he instead just starts playing the PS one version on his own independently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I know. And so funny. He, he like walked by my room and he could ascertain from the, the screams of the zombies, what I was playing. Uh And, you know, after after I played like three hours of it, I came out looking haggard and he's like, oh, have you ran into uh, Ada yet or whatever, like whatever the woman character is? I'm like, huh? How do you know about this? And he was like, oh, so you're at this part, right? (laughs) and i'm like oh cool wait how do you know this i'm like have you been like standing at my door the last three hours listening to me no (laughs) no it turns out he's literally he's he like saw it he got bummed that he didn't have enough money for it he's like well i've got the ps1 version sitting here let me relive this turns out it's like the same story arc and everything it's just they updated it and made it 15 years better than it was yeah yeah it's super funny how how it worked out because to me it feels like a brand new experience, even though I did play Resident Evil 2. It's been forever. But right. I don't know. It's I th- I think it's worth it for anybody that even has a passing interest in Resident Evil. I would say maybe not buy it at full price if that's your case, but if you liked any yeah. of the Resident Evil games, you should try it.
1: Okay.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Andrew, what have you been playing? <laughs>
2: So I'm going to take us in a very different direction now because uh, <laughs> you're talking how, about how shooting zombies and I'm like, I'm, I'm about to tell you I'm talking about, about a shiny game zombies. called, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shiny, oh, ones. shiny, <laughs> shiny zombies. Uh, so I've been playing a game called Epistory Typing Chronicles, which what? is this little, uh, it came out about three years ago, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's not a new game um but it's kind of this little action adventure rpg kind of game except that it's 50 percent that and the other half is a typing tutor oh my god <laughs> yes but it's actually really interesting the way it works and like pretty fun to play um so like the, the way the play. actual is typing
0: simulator <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so basically the way the way it works is you can kind of like you know you just move around it's the it's kind of a top-down view of your character running around on uh the whole world is like built out of paper and stuff so like you're this little person riding on a origami fox running around coming across little enemies and stuff and basically as you see the like enemies coming towards you they'll have a word written above their head and you have to type out that word to then fire a shot at them just like some magical energy of some kind that you somehow have Hmm. um but it what gets really interesting with it is that it's um The abilities you have, you actually, I believe you eventually get four different elemental abilities. Um, So far in what I've played, I've only unlocked the first two. Um, But, so in what I've played, I've gotten both fire and ice. So I can either shoot a fireball at an enemy, which some enemies basically, the more to give them more health, Hmm. They basically have a number of words um, that you have to type out each word to fire a shot at them. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the fire element, if you hit them with that shot, it'll actually then burn through the next word over time. So you can basically hit them with that, then type out a word to fight another enemy. Hmm. So you'll, you'll be getting swarmed by multiple enemies at once often so you can kind of use that strategically to like take out multiple enemies health simultaneously Uh, that does sound kind of cool but then you also have uh the ice element that you can switch to which then stops them where they are so they don't get closer to you but Mm -hmm. in order to switch between the elements you actually have to type out the word for that element Oh so wow. You actually have to type out fire or ice <laughs> oh, to then switch cool. and then type out whatever word to attack the enemy. And it it's pretty pretty impressive how much fun it is to play when it really does boil down to a typing tutor. Like it's <laughs> I I was very like I mean you know, I, I downloaded a game that was a typing tutor, so I, I knew what I was getting into, but I
0: was still very like
2: pleasantly surprised with how much fun it is to play. Um.
0: Can I ask why you've picked that one out of every other game that's out there? Did you want to improve your typing speed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving on. I mean I, I will say I'm really
1: interested in this because I've actually been thinking like I kinda wish there was something like a good way to actually work on my typing speed and yeah. this sounds like a really good way to do it
2: yeah yeah, it's actually <laughs> a pretty cool little like RPG you actually have you level up and get skill points to assign to different things so that you can move faster or uh, you know make, make it so that your different elemental attacks are more powerful um, the other thing that's kind of fun with it is that um all of the like destructible objects and stuff around are also things you have to type out a word to destroy it so like hmm. they'll just be like (laughs) jars and stuff around that you just type out the word um and then eventually you start coming across certain things that can only be destroyed by one of the elements so things that have to be burnt to destroy them so you have to switch to that element and then Ah. um yeah, so it's it's
1: like a like a box that you have to burn so you have to yeah. type fire and then box.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and all the all the little things like that like the enemies you find and different things like that, all of the words you have to type out are just random different words that are kind of associated with the item that you're either attacking or the enemy you're attacking or the item you're trying to break. Um and you'll also find, like, little chests around that are always... Um, that's actually one of the really interesting things when it comes to it as a typing tutor, um, is that a lot of the chests will actually just be an entire row of keys that you just type through the entire thing, which is, like, two keys on, like, opposite sides of the keyboard that you just alternate back and forth between, hmm. like, 20 times to then open the chest. Um, or they'll just be really long, like verbose words that have to do with like treasure and stuff, but you know, are all at least ten characters long.
0: Kind of reminds me of like Quick Time Events. Andrew, you and I played through Resident Evil Five. I hate bringing it back, <laughs> way back when uh, I think I was still in high school. I think it was probably my senior year. You stayed over that one night. We just beat the whole game. Yeah. It reminds me of those little quick time events where it's like, mash the A button, mash the A button. <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, only it's a more interesting thing to do than just mash the A button. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, hands down.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fun little game, and I, I definitely, definitely recommend it, especially if you're looking for something to, a tool to actually like, work on your typing skills like it's probably the best tool out there for that i mean it's yeah actually a game that you can play and have fun as opposed to just staring at a screen typing whatever (laughs) random words that show up and not getting to see enemies blow up
0: as you do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah hold on so what are the actual words that you end up typing is it like complex, simple stuff? Is it profane? I mean, it kind of depends.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's... it's. I, I have yet to see a profane word, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's designed for, you know... Disappointed. All ages. Is that a word that uh, you type? <laughs> but, like, it, it is interesting. Like, different enemies will have different length words. Like, there are some... Um, there are some enemies you come across that generally only have, like, three or four letter words. They might have three words that you have to type but then you'll also come across other enemies that have only like two words you have to type out but they're both eight characters long um
0: got it it's kind of like their health bar yeah
2: yeah Yeah. so basically the words kind of work like the health bar but then using the different elemental effects you can be kind of strategic about that too because Mm -hmm. a longer word it it doesn't matter how long the word is with like the fire effect where it burns the next word uh-huh. it doesn't matter how long that word is i don't think uh, hmm. it doesn't seem to in what i've played at least okay huh yeah Pretty cool that sounds cool <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh what what crazy new direction are you gonna take us in ben uh, so, I guess I'm going to talk about a
1: silly little game called Guild Wars 2. No, not really. But I did finally finish my first legendary weapon in it. So, I did want to mention that because I was excited about it. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I made a, a the original legendary longbow called Kudzu. <laughs> and, and I like it. I'm really happy with it. Nick and I ran around... Because I have that, and then he has the hammer. So we were running around with those with our little Asura guys. And and (laughs) his hammer makes him all turn all like metal and shiny. And then my bow is like green and plant like, and my armor that I have on my Asura is (laughs) green and plant like. (laughs) So we looked like two little weird things i don't know anyway (laughs) um so the game i'm actually going to talk about though is uh it's a it's it's a mobile game called i love hue uh or i heart hue depending on how you can find it um regional
0: dialect yeah (laughs)
1: because because i think it i don't know it's weird anyway um so it's this this little game uh that's hue as in like colors hugh um it's a little (laughs) yeah not like hugh grant (laughs) um but uh so basically it's a puzzle game where you're actually trying to match colors except that it starts off with you matching colors first first thing and then the next thing it does is you're just arranging colors in order so there's, it, there's like, little blocks of color, and they're all different colors, and certain ones are going to be, like, pinned to the board where they just stay there, and so then the other ones will automatically shuffle when the board loads in, and you have to rearrange them into the order so that, like, the, the color is the, like, closest thing to a gradient you can get it to be. Hmm. Um and so they like it starts out with little blocks and there's there's the different colors and you sort them and there's ones pinned and it's it's pretty easy and then it i mean it gets to the point where you've got boards that are like well just in the blocks uh you get to the point where you've got boards that are what like I'm trying to look at it right now actually. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven by eight. So it's like an eleven by eight board <laughs> where the like outside edges are pinned down, but inside it's like basically faded from like sort of a lavender color to a sky blue to an almost white cream. Hmm. in like the different edges of it Mm -hmm. um and so you're basically working with a bunch of colors that are really really close to each other (laughs) like the the difference in you know the difference in actual hue for each one is so slight (laughs) yeah that it you really have to like pay attention to it to, to to spot the color and actually be able to arrange them all um, and then they also start changing to where after like after a while there's ones where it's actually like hexagons that you're doing instead of blocks Hmm. Um, and they also just recently I'm not sure how recently but pretty recently they just put out uh, ones where it's little triangles. <laughs> nice. So I haven't actually even tried any of those yet because I'm still working my way through the hexagons. Oh, but, geometry. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. Uh, just you know, matching but not really matching. Like, <laughs> yeah, all the little colors. Um. So yeah.
0: I can actually see cool. that go ahead. Do it. I was gonna say I could actually see that being kind of fun. And I remember I just Googled this because I swear I'd done something like this before. Uh, there's actually mm-hmm. a color blindness test, the Farnsworth muscle. Yes. And it feels like it's a game that basically does that.
1: But as a game.
0: As a game, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's a, that's yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it does. Cause yeah, that was when I first started doing it, that's what it made me think of was when I took a color test for the photography studio that i worked at because they Mm. like wanted to check they want you know they wanted their employees to have
0: to not be um, blind yep yeah to be (laughs) able to
1: see you know to basically be able to see all the colors so that that way they wouldn't have to worry about things getting like mismatched and stuff because you know when you're doing photo retouching you need to you need to not take wow i've never thought of that weird color skin and put it on top of a different weird color skin. And suddenly you've got like a weird patch that shouldn't be there that because you, you know, not, (laughs) or you've got Gamora from guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so.
0: Turning them green.
1: Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, that, that was pretty much the first thing I thought when I started playing, it was like, Oh, this is kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like this cuz I I was kind of like when I did that thing I was like, man, I kind of wish there was more of this, but then I'd kind of forgot about it after, you know, after
0: a while. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember seeing you play it while you were still living here. Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a couple of years old at least and I've been playing it like it's kind of one of the things that I just play when I'm sitting somewhere not doing anything or waiting for something or watching Bob's Burgers or whatever. So
0: there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I know I, I played it at some point, but I think it was before they'd introduced the different tile shapes. Or yeah, something. the tile shapes
1: is actually like again i've i've still not even tried the triangles yet but like just adding the hexagons where you've got like six different sides that you're dealing with how the colors match up is already interesting so yeah yeah uh yeah so that that that's what that's what i've been playing and um cool then you guys have been playing the other things and we talked about those so we i should think be. we're done right
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah uh so i guess uh let's see uh oh yeah uh we're on itunes now i guess right we yeah, yeah I, iTunes, podcast itunes cast is, pods of the, yeah. the the pods were They're cast yeah. <laughs> um cast so pods. you know do us writings and reviews of ratings writings and reviews <laughs> yeah anyway yeah. Uh, <laughs> write up write up a good old five star or whatever i don't, I don't actually care um <laughs> <laughs> uh on on the old itunes you can you can what do you yeah rate Rate and review. Those are the words that I'm trying to say, but my mouth is... Not my mouth. My brain is... I don't know. I just don't work.
0: My my
1: all of me is confused. Um, So uh, then there's... Sounds like a John um, Legend song. uh, Then there's wherever else you would find us. um, You know, do the same kind of stuff. um, And... uh, uh, subscribing, that's a thing. Um, if you're on SoundCloud, <laughs> click the little butt. Um, also known as a heart. Yeah, that's not a heart. Have you ever seen a real heart? It doesn't look like that. It does not.
0: <laughs> Wait, have you seen a heart? But, 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 a butt.